Well, hey there again. It's Coach Tim, and I am juiced. I have a coach that coaches at my junior college where I played. So this is especially cool for me today, and I would like to introduce the head coach of El Camino Junior College, Coach Giff Linheim. Coach Giff, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be on, Tim. I'm, I'm juiced. I'm juiced. I, uh, I am, I've, I'm always been interested in junior college football coaches. Uh, and I've, I have another one. I have a buddy that on one of the podcasts, uh, that guy I played with, Ed Nunez, who's up at San Francisco City, very storied uh, junior college program. But you also are at a very storied junior college program at El Camino. And, uh, and, but you just got here, right? This is going to be your second season? That's right. Uh, I've been here one calendar year, uh, taking over for the legendary Coach Featherstone, who uh, who traveled these sidelines for the past 31 years and won a host of uh, conference championships and state championships and a national championship. So I'm, I'm lucky to lucky to be in a, a great place and following a great coach. Well, and and that I'm glad you brought that up because I mean those are big shoes to fill. How how do you walk into that? Uh, how, I mean, obviously, you gotta you gotta feel that that presence or that ghost, although he's still living, of course. But I mean, right? I mean, the alumni are a lot of the alumni are going, "Hey, man, uh, you know, Coach Feather, <laughs> he did it this way or whatever, right?" So, how, how do you deal with that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, I mean, it's twofold. Uh, you know, I had I I had the pleasure of coaching for Coach Feather. Um, briefly and and uh he's an amazing man and uh i've had you know the pleasure of of coaching and being around uh, others that uh have been successful and so uh i take all those all those kind of pieces and and at the end of the day i just got to i got to be me you know i i uh pay pay homage to the to the great tradition and and the great coaches uh, that have uh that have been here but it, you know i i have a successful formula um and I can't, I can't try and recreate uh, Coach Feather's legacy, but I can uh, every day try and do what's best for the program and and uh, you know create a program that that the community and and the alumni can be proud of. It's it's but I, I sometimes I, I kind of feel like um, you know Phil Jackson took over and they wanted to see the run and gun uh, you know Lakers under Pat Riley and uh, it. It's it's never going to be exactly the same as maybe you remember it, but we can do it great, and we can do it maybe slightly different, but we can do it great, and can have something that we can all be proud of. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and and by the way, I mean let's let's say it. You you don't exactly come from uh, meager meager uh, beginnings. I mean you've you've had your own success. I mean that's why they I'm sure they hired you. What where were you before uh, Elko? So um, my my path to Elko, I grew up in L.A. I, I played at University, University High School, um, played at San Francisco State, played uh, in Spain for, for a little bit, uh, coached at uh, uni, five years at Whittier College, uh, four years at uh, um, four years at Venice High. Um, I coached um, at the uh, University of Nevada under uh, College Hall of Fame coach Alt. I was back here for one under Coach Feather. And then I was hired uh, as the head coach at Santa Monica College and took over a program that really was at the bottom of Southern California Junior College football. 
they'd averaged less than uh, two wins a year uh, for the five years that I had before I got there. And uh, they were coming off probation. Uh, we're in probation. And uh, I was there seven years. And the last five, we ended up winning five conference championships. Uh, we're undefeated in those five years in conference. Uh, my last team was 11-0 and and was the only undefeated team in the state. Uh, we were the number one team in the, in the state in offense and the number one team in Southern California in defense. So, you know, with all that being said, um, you know, that's, that's the, the, it's been successful, but that was the past. And, and now we're, we're trying to, trying to get this thing going at El Camino. Well, you, you definitely have a formula then, right? <laughs> you, just like you said, you got to be you. It, it's working so far. Uh, <laughs> hey, Coach, um, one of the things I'm always fascinated by is why coach? Why did, did, did one day you just wake up and say, you know, this is what I'm going to be when I grow up? Or, you know, did, it, did the opportunities kind of happen and then you just ran with it? I mean, what, what was, uh, was there an epiphany? What happened? Uh, I think, you know, I, I, I fell in love with the game very early. I remember watching the, the Dallas Cowboys and the Denver Broncos playing a Super Bowl by myself. And uh, I don't know, I must have been somewhere around seven years old. Um, but, I, you know, I, I fell in love with the game very early on. I, you know, the, the, the chemistry and camaraderie and, you know, the toughness needed and the different skill sets at different positions and, you know, all those things going on with, with uh, one goal in mind uh, and, and, and a little bit of a militaristic, you know, uh, perspective and flanking and, and different, uh, different levels of, of uh, you know, of authority and all those kind of things really appealed to me. I played the game and, you know, I hadn't, I got to a point where I was in the middle of my college and my parents kept on asking me, well, what do you want to do? What are you passionate about? And there was only one thing that I was ever passionate about in this way, and that's, and that's football, the game. Uh, and then, you know, I would spend summers, you know, working with kids, and I was passionate about working with, with kids. And it kind of just, you know, fell into my lap. And once I de- decided that that's what I was going to do, then uh, it was no turning back. I think I'm entering my 22nd year of coaching and I played nine years. So we're 31 years of seasons in a row. In a row. Wow. That's, that's awesome. That's, uh, and and I, and I was going to get into your, you know, what, what about it, uh, intrigued you and you kind of got into some of that stuff. Um, what, you know, you talk about the flanking and the militaristic and perhaps, uh, if I'm putting words in your mouth now, the strategies, um, what, uh, as a coach, do you prefer to be the head coach? Like when I was at, when I was at Elko, uh, Riley, coach Riley was the coach and, but he was also the offensive coordinator. So do you, do you like to have separation from that? Or do you, do you like to be uh, one way or the other? You know, I've been fortunate to have great assistants around me and, uh, you've got to have, this is never about me. I was the state coach of the year in 2015. I've been a five-time coach of the year coach. And it all comes back to the team that I put around me, the players and the type of people I have. And uh, so for me, in my role as a head coach, um, in, in the way that I run this organization, you know, I try and 
support our coaches, our offensive co- coordinator and our defensive coordinator, um, and all the different players and in all the endeavors that we do. I think that uh, I have a good feel for uh, personnel and uh, and uh, and game management and some of those other things. Um, but I really think it just depends on on what the what the team needs at a certain time, uh, and I think to, when I t- take a step away, I feel like I can see it a lot clearer as opposed to being a coordinator on uh, one side of the ball. I am the special teams coordinator, and that that gives me a chance to to really uh, get in there and 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 coach X's and O's a little bit. Very cool. Very cool. I. I uh... I, I've always, because I, I know some guys, you know, go go bo- do both, and uh, I, I don't. I know when I've had to do both, it, it, it like you said, it, it makes it, it gets a little muddier, and, and it's uh, you, you lose sometimes. At least I did the perspective of of seeing it from way above, and and, and being able to manage things that way. Uh, what uh, so what do you do? Well, you, as a as a junior college coach, you get a kid a year, two years. What I mean, you're obviously having to fill the pipe all the time. But what do you do to to ramp that kid up and ramp them into your philosophy, your culture? I I don't know what you call it. I don't want sure. to put words in your mouth, but we all have that. I mean, I think any operation has to have. Uh, a uh, sort of a by bylines or, or a code that everybody agrees on. What is yours, and how do you get your kids to ramp into it real quick? Well, I think it all starts with you know developing relationships with people. Um, this is a people game, um, and before before a player can go ahead and, and uh, it's a little bit different than it was in the old days, you know, maybe Bear Bryant said, you know, run through this wall and a kid says, okay, here we go. But nowadays, you know, kids need to know that you care about them and that you have something to offer and that they respect your knowledge uh, and then you can help them get to where they're trying to go. So I think it all starts with relationships. So, you know, as I'm very, very involved in the recruiting process and every kid who who's on our team, I have a personal relationship with and I try very hard to, to stay connected. Uh, even when, you know, I always have a phrase, I'm always busy, but I'm never too busy to, to talk. And uh, mm. so, you know, I hope the kids feel that way. And I think that's where it starts with. I think uh, also, you know, when I'm hiring coaches, uh, I'm I'm hiring, I try and hire good people um, and, you know, good coaches as well, but they have to kind of reflect our whole vision of the type of people we, we want to be in and, and, and uh, kind of our message in, in, that, in that aspect. Um, so you create an environment where, you know, you've got coaches who are kind of echoing the vision and, and, are, and are, you know, believing in the product and that kind of trickles down. And then, you know, you have good players and um, you have relationships with good players and, you know, you start to have some success. And then, you know, the word kind of gets out that this is a place where, you know, they treat us well and they help us get where we're trying to be and they're good coaches and they're good people. And and that's how this thing kind of spreads. And, And once you get it going, it kind of feeds off of each other. Yeah, yeah. Now, what nowadays? Uh, I, I know that um, a lot of the JCs have, uh, and even of course the four years have uh, uh, some sort of study program. Do you, do you guys do that, and ha- do you keep the kids uh, going? Uh, make sure they're 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 keeping up with their grades. Yeah, well, 
one of the best things about El Camino College is the uh, support. Uh, not only is there tremendous support for just regular students, but um, we have some great tools for athletes to use as well. Uh, we have a um, we have academic hours in in the library. We have a a peer uh, a, a peer tutoring group. Uh, the library has a net tutor program in which even if it's you're at home, you can go ahead and log in and get help. Uh, we, our assistant coaches keep tabs on players and their academics. And I send around, um, progress reports to monitor their, their, um, their progress as well. So we try in many different ways to, to, to keep, uh, to, to keep tabs on the, on the kids and make sure that we're all heading in the right direction. We had uh, 14 players over 3.0 GPA in fall. Uh, we had the most uh, SCFA uh, uh, all, all academic guys in our conference. So I think, I think, uh, wow. I think we're doing, doing good stuff in terms of the academic part and, and, and we have a great program on campus. And I can't take all the credit for it. It's uh, we have a, a really, really solid program uh, at the school. Uh, on the athletic side, what do you guys do uh, uh, during the uh, during the off season? Uh, I'm curious because I know, like with us, we we didn't do. I mean, we kind of had to lift on our own and stuff. But I've been following you on uh, Instagram. I, I think it's you or some of your other coaches, and I see pictures of the guys lifting weights and and there's uh, a, a big team effort going on. How does that work? What do you guys do in the off season? Yeah, so. Everything at the junior college level is is by class. So we have a, a weight class that the guys participate in, and we also have our football or class, which is our spring football, and that's Tuesdays and Thursdays. And the weight and explosive training takes place Monday through Thursday. Um, you know, half the group is in there lifting, and we have uh, Coach Jones, who's a who you know who's a tremendous uh, strength coach that works with our guys and um and in fact we had a guy break break the uh power clean record uh that was held he, he uh justice Devi cleaned uh 325 last week so or two weeks ago so um, there's some good things happening in that weight room uh i hope that wasn't one of your friends we knocked off the top of that list too <laughs> well, I think I think us old timers, a lot of us have been knocked off the list long ago. So, <laughs> all humility aside, um, you know what? How do you coach? How do you guys get the players to to come play for you? Because you guys are turning over every year. What What do you do? Yeah, you know. Kids, kids want to know that they have an opportunity to get better on the field and and um, better as people and have an opportunity to play at the four-year level. We're one of uh, you know the the most recruited schools, junior colleges around. Uh, you name it, they're going to come through here and check us out and recruit our guys. And you know, not only that, but you know, most of the time our guys are where they should be academically. So you take you take the component that component and and uh, this is a hot spot for recruiting. So you know, being if, if you're a local player and you see what's going on at El Camino, uh, who wouldn't want to play where uh, you have such great opportunities to get seen and, and to prosper in the classroom uh, and as a person? Nice, nice. Hey, Coach, I, uh, I really appreciate your time. Is there anything else you want to uh, give us as a parting, uh, parting shot? No, no, I'm, I'm so fortunate to, to be the head coach at El Camino and, and uh you know coach featherstone is is and uh is 
he runs around here. I love having him around. Um, you know, we, we've we've uh, we've held the traditions, tried to held as you know traditions that he that they've created here. We we've kept the awards um, that uh, have always been a, a part of El Camino College, and we embrace them and we post them and we share them. Um, we um, you know I, I you know we we give those out, but we we like to. You know, we like to treat all individual awards as team awards, and I think I think you know that that might have gotten misinterpreted somewhere along the line. But um, you know, it, it, when I'm when I'm when I'm named state coach of the year, that just means I got a bunch of really good players and a great staff. And so, you know, if a quarterback gets an award, that means he's got a great receiving core and a great offensive line and a good running game that enables that to happen. So, um, you know, we're we're definitely uh, interested in, in, in keeping traditions alive at El Camino. We love the past. Uh, we're ready to embrace the future. And, um, you know, I'm just so, so fortunate to be, to be here and to, and to lead this program to, to where we're going. Well, you got a be- new, beautiful, shiny stadium uh, facilities, and, and you're adding some more, aren't you? Um, I think the isn't the weight room is it finished yet, or is it uh, still being built? Now they broke ground uh, on a, uh, a gym and volleyball and offices and a weight room, and so uh, it, it's only getting better at El Camino. It's really exciting stuff. I think we're going to have the uh, with the stadium and, and the other features. We're we have the best facilities in, in the South Bay for sure. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. I, I was uh, blown away at the uh, the alumni event we did last year uh, for opening day, opening day at the stadium, and uh, we got to to see all you guys play and and have a great game. And then uh, it was a trip for me to go down memory lane, and I'm kind of my my era is kind of in the middle of it. I played at eighty, uh, I guess it was eighty two, eighty three. And I saw the guys from the 90s and the national championships. But then I saw the, you know, I thought, uh, you know, I was from the old group. And I saw guys from the 70s. And, uh, and then they were there talking, you know, and, and, and swapping stories. And it was wonderful. And you just realize how far back the uh, amazing athletes that we've had at Elko uh, go. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. We have a phrase that we tell recruits. It's called being connected for life. And that's the way we feel about this program and this community and the players that have played before. That's awesome. Hey, Coach, I appreciate your time. I I really do. And I expect that great things are going to be happening more and more at Elko because of you and your staff. And you have great guys over there. Thank you so much. Tim, you're always welcome to to come out and check us out, and uh, whatever I can ever do for you, let me know. Thanks, Coach. Okay. Okay.